Hello and welcome to your latest Morning Coffee with Empire. I'm your host, Farrell Keeling, and we have Rick Elliott and a very depleted coffee mug. I'm very sorry about that. It's it's all right. I I was expecting this to start at eight. I got my coffee ready for eight, and here we are at almost quarter past eight, and the coffee is almost gone. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm afraid I have let down the side somewhat, but we're here and at least one of us has a relatively full mug of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) But just to kick things off, um, as we have started doing with our stat of the day, in honour of the man, of course, who signed a new contract with Liverpool Football Club, I'm of course talking about Jurgen Klopp, who's staying with us until now, the summer of 2026. Our stat of the day is that Jurgen Klopp has won each of his four four home matches in the Champions League semi-finals, which is the joint best 100% win rate at home in the semi-finals by any manager in the competition. Not bad going, is it? No, not at all. I mean, like it's it's been a long time to get to this point where he can get away with stats like that. You know, there's there's been the Europa years, and like you know, but it's. Still, like we we're here. Well, I mean, the Europe year, shall I say? But yeah, it's we're here, and uh, it's yeah, it's fantastic that we, we can we can get away with like stats like that. It's yeah, it's pretty bonkers, isn't it? I mean, I mean, we'll kick things off with a sort of semi sort of transfer story. Obviously, the news that uh, Liverpool linked uh, Ronald Araujo of Barcelona has signed a new contract with his club. He spoke on the links quite tenuously so I said I'm really happy and I'm convinced that staying is the right decision because there are good years ahead for the club I was always certain I wanted to stay there were big offers from abroad but I'm happy at Barcelona Um, I mean I mean there were constant links between us um, I believe also United, Arsenal, the usual, the yeah. usual contenders for the you know the Barcelona players. Um, I mean, it was one of those I kind of didn't really ever buy into in terms. I mean, the quality is there, obviously, but if you look at sort of players like Joe Gomez, who you know partnered Van Dijk in our title-winning season, can't get into the side. I mean, mm. I struggle to see the rationality of of bringing in Araujo unless a Gomez-type player would would leave the club in the summer. Yeah, I mean, like ever since sort of, you know, we've had we've had Canate come in, and like so, so, and since then, like you know, whenever we've tried to get Gomez into the team, it's been like this sort of like makeshift, uh, like it's never really been sort of like all right, you you are partnering with Van Dyke like the, like like he did a few seasons back. It's been just look, we need you to just fill in, do a job for five ten minutes, and you know, and then the game's over. Um, very rarely has he actually played a significant amount of time this season, and yeah, it's, it's when we're looking at other fine, uh, other defensive options, it just, I, I just doesn't make sense. I mean, like when uh, you know the other season when we were, when we had um, uh, Williams and uh, a Big Nat in defence, and you could sort of, you know, when we were stretched thin, then yeah, sure. All the pretty much, I think we were looking at every single defensive option that there was in in Europe and the world. Um, but but now it's you know scale it back and let's have a look at what the quality that we actually do have in the team that are actually fit. No, absolutely, absolutely. I, th- I think you know, I mean, my main concern to be honest is losing Gomez in the summer because he's obviously been linked with the likes of Newcastle, and you know, you're getting a world class 
sends half there uh, potentially quite cheaply. Um, but moving on, I believe, Rick, you have a little story for us about Dua Lipa. Yeah, uh, so she's she's taken the number one kit from Allison. Uh, she, uh, <laughs> she's uh, she's been pitched with Jamie Carragher. Uh, I'm assuming at a, a concert concert last night, um, and I believe that's her manager next to her because he's a he's a Liverpool fan from what I hear. Um, but there's a yeah, photo floating around on uh, Cara's Twitter and Instagram of uh, Leaper One uh, being held up, um, and uh, you know the the, the three three of them smiling. So, you know, I, it's nice to see that despite her, her father's allegiances to Arsenal, that she, she can still sort of accept Liverpool into our heart. And after, especially after that Champions League final and, you know, it didn't go the way that we want, but at least it's given us the memories and of, of, well, I mean, you know, it's given us a belter song to, to sing at the end. Like George keeps putting on like the end of every single match for the last like four home games. It's great. I, I, you know, I it's it, I love the fact that it's become a thing. Like even though the that final didn't end the way that we wanted to, it's just like you know. It, I I mean, I was listening to it just before we we started this podcast, so that, that, <laughs> it that goes to show, any, doesn't it? Any indication? Indica- yeah. I mean, it's been properly co-opted uh, by the fan base. It's it's, it's quite impressive. I, I know she's. She, she's talked about it before and sort of gone, you know, I never sort of expected this level of reception from like a fan base on one song. So it's, it's it, you know, it's it's quite, quite remarkable. And, you know, long may it continue. I, I do wonder how her uh, father it's, it's only, will respond to that. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before she plays Anfield. Like it, it will happen within the next she's five years. To, I hasn't guarantee. She's got to. She's got to. But yes, no, on, on, on another front, of course, uh, looking ahead um, to the Newcastle game and more to the future, of course. Whilst we're on the topic of defenders uh, leading on from Gomez, uh, Jamie Carragher made an appearance on the uh, It's a Funny Old Life podcast and he was talking specifically at one point about Ibrahim Akanati and how good he's been this season. Um, and he's you know, basically practically said, for all intents and purposes, he reckons that um, Kanate will edge out um, John Matip next season to become um, Virgil van Dijk's full-time defensive partner which is I mean it, it, it's quite a statement because I, I mean, and again I think I understand that because you sort of look at the quality performance we've been treated to in the you know in the Champions League and beyond you know you've got some stellar league performance as well you know the 5-0 thrashing of United at Old Trafford will live long in the memory in part due to Canate's you know, appearance but I think it's a bit harsh on, on Matip and I think you know if he can it's it's with in, it's injury struggle dependent, isn't it? Because if Matip continues to stay fit and continues to stay available, then I don't know. It's hard to see Canata edging him out. But then you also want to look out for the future. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I completely get what you mean. I, it's it's this balancing act between feeding in the the youth and and keeping the experience in the team. Um, I mean, not to say that Canate isn't uh, you know can't hold his own on the pitch. Um, you know, and, he, and he's got this you know, this knack of scoring goals, which is like, you know, I mean, the, the, the stat that were like 20, 20 individual players have scored for us this season or something like that. And, and Canate has just been one of them that's just come out of nowhere and just, oh, you, I, I just hand them in. Yeah, sure. Cool. Just uh, keep adding them in. Yeah. Um, but no, like uh, there's, there's, there's having the experience of Matip uh, I mean the, it's the fact that we've we've had a full season of Matip not get injured significantly which has been you know I don't think anyone really saw that coming I thought I, I think everyone's just sort of gotten used to this point where you know Matip's been ah, you know it's, it's Matip he can do a solid job for us 
but you know how long can you keep him fit and you can only play three games in a row and then you rotate him out and then you've got to put gomez in or you know and it, it was just sort of this like unreliable um like addition to the team but He's he's shown his reliability this season, and it's it's great. And now you finally get to see the full uh, Matic package. But then that makes it a struggle for Kanate to come in because you know he's obviously got some skill, he's obviously got some talent, and it's just it, yeah, it's a I wouldn't want it's to a be good problem right to have. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. You know, it's 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 one of those <laughs> where you'd be like, well, yeah, all right, we could we could play him in the one in the cup games and one in the league games, and but that, he just you know. You, you, the club likes rhythm and playing as many players as possible. I mean, today, for example, Newcastle, most people would peg it to be like a game where you rotate. I don't think that'll be the case. I think the club will try and keep as many core players in there as possible. Maybe we'll see Canate today. Maybe not. But I, it's, it, you know, it, you just, and that's what makes it hard for managers because he's like, well, do I, do I keep it in mind that, he's probably going to not rotate or do I expect there to be some rotation and like, you know, Smeekats will play, but I don't think Smeekats will play because he's still coming back from injury, but you get what I mean. Like it's absolutely, but yeah, it's, it's, it's that balancing act. And I don't, I wouldn't want to be Klopp right now, basically <laughs> trying to keep, we just had a happy. quick comment here from, uh, and Eve, uh, Morning to you as well, Anne. Hope you're enjoying the show. And welcome to everyone who's joining us on our second morning coffee uh, with Empire. To round things out, of course, we've got uh, a story from Peter Crouch, I believe, Rick. Yeah. Uh, so Peter, Peter Crouch uh, is basically saying what everyone, every Liverpool fan is thinking. Uh, is uh, speaking to Paddy Power um, via the, uh, the mirror. And uh, yeah, he's basically said that uh, Manny is a great shout for the Ballon d'Or, which, I mean, yeah. He, he is a great shout. Salah's a great shout as well. But yes, uh, so basically he said, Manny's a great shout. He's won the AFCON already. And if he goes on to win the Champions League and the Premier League, and if Liverpool compete the, complete the quadruple, then it would almost certainly have to be a, have to go to a Liverpool player. And then Mohamed Salah and Mane are your standouts for that. So yeah, it's, uh, I mean, of course it's, uh, yeah, you, you, you're going to have to give it to a Liverpool player if we get the quadruple. But the, the thing is, it's getting the quadruple in the first place, which is a hurdle in itself. It's no easy feat. We're not, you know, in, in, uh, we, we are in the, in the back seat for the, the premier league, which is, you know, one quarter of that. We've already got another quarter down. So it's just a case of like, you know, doing our best in the FA cup and, uh, yeah, and the Champions League, and just you know, to see what happens with the with the league. I think even if we got a treble, having Mane have the uh, the Afcon should be enough. I think for for him to to get the Ballon d'Or, even if it's not the quadruple, it's just, it, there's enough there. Champions League, you know, Carabao Cup, FA Cup, uh, Afcon. That's 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 a solid solid selection of trophies. Oh, we've just had some more comments quickly uh, whilst we're on the topic of the quadruple of course uh, from Nick Wareham I think today is the hardest test we have for the rest of the league uh, season you know certainly it's difficult to argue with that I think if you look at sort of the league table in the last uh, 10 or so games I think Newcastle are second behind us and it's City and then yeah. best of the rest um, lots of yeah, love uh, I, from Nigeria I, I, from uh, Agubamu nice to see you uh, nice to see you <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd, I mean, I'd yeah. say I'd say Spurs as well is like it's 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 Newcastle and Spurs. Those are the two that are going to give us a slip up anything. Um, but I, I can I can see us getting past Spurs. It'll be a case of you know what's Kane and Son doing these days. Are they going to are they going to turn up or aren't they? Um, 
you know, Newcastle is is definitely like you know, it's how long we got until kickoff? We got uh, a couple of hours. I'm I'm absolutely breaking it. It's it's you know, we should be we should get a result there, but it's still, you know, their form is still tremendous, and it's yeah, no, you can't discount it. And on that note, I think it seems a good place to wrap up. Thank you for joining us today on this morning's Coffee with Empire. I've been Farrell Keeling and I've been joined by the lovely and wonderful Rick Elliott. Take care and enjoy the match.